www.granitestate.org, the online source of Granite State Broadcasting. Ashish Sharma, Brian Roach, Dave Pollard, and Mark Lazell. Oh, you suck! You suck! <laughs> the Sports Blast. Every Saturday from 11 a.m. to 2 p.m. Third and final hour here on the Sports Blast, ESPN New Hampshire and ESPNNHradio.com as we continue on with the Bruins talk, going from one trade deadline to another. Hockey deadline coming up uh, on Wednesday, I believe, 3 p.m.? Wednesday. 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 What do the Bruins have to do, or will they do anything? Uh, They shouldn't do anything substantial. Take a page out of Danny Ainge's book? Yeah, don't be fooled by, you know, this team going on a nice little run here under Bruce Cassidy. There's still a ceiling for the talent on this roster, and it ain't a deep cup run. You're not going to make a cup run. Do not give away any of your assets to try to make a cup run like you did last year when you tried to get Lee Stepniak and John Michael Lyles to get you over the hump. Yeah, That was dumb. That was stupid. When, when Danny Ainge says, like, Band-Aids, um, you know, you can kind of say the same thing with the Bruins. They don't need Band-Aids. No. Um, if anything, they can most certainly look into maybe going after a young defenseman. Sure, um, they could sell. They, they could, could sell. They could sell at the deadline, and I'd be okay with that. Yeah. Don't give up assets, young players or draft picks, to add to this roster. Because now you're at a point where you haven't made the postseason for the last two years, and I understand that ownership wants to get into the playoffs. You've got a chance to do that with the talent on this roster. You can make it in. You're going to be a low seed. You're going to have a tough first-round matchup. But I think that the way this team is playing now, it's it's borderline where you can say it's for real, okay, that this is this team's ceiling and they can compete with other teams in the league. Close so to it. So if yeah. you get into the first round of the playoffs, you'll give a team a series. Okay, especially if it's if because right now, and I'll have to bring up the standings just to check it. But the Atlantic Division is up for grabs. It is. I All think right? it's only like four or five points between the Bruins and the the top guy there, uh, which is Montreal, and they're free falling. All right. So right. as the internet sucks right now, I'm I'm trying to pull that up. But just to add to uh, what we were originally discussing, the Bruins can sell. All right, and they've got some chips. If you're looking around the league and there's a cup contender that needs a defenseman to bolster their blue line crew, please look at trading Chara. Like, for the love of all things holy, you've got to look at trading Chara. I've been saying this for three years now. Yeah. All right? You've got to look at this guy and get something in return for him before his contract's up at the end of next year, and he's a 40-year-old defenseman who's more likely to retire at the end of next year than to sign another contract. Don't let this guy walk away, because some team out there who wants to win a cup and is like that one little piece on the blue line away will spend something for Chara. That might just be a second-round pick. It could be the Blackhawks. It could be... I don't think you're getting a first-round pick for him, but yeah. you, know, it, you can get uh, at least a draft pick, maybe a young player, in return for Chara. Right, and... The whole point of this deadline, in my circumstances, of course, I think that Cam Neely and Don Sweeney waited too long to, you know, give Cassidy the reins. But at the same time, let's not pull the trigger off of, you know, David Krejci and all these guys because now there's a development through the process. They have a good coach in Cassidy, but now they have a different scheme. So now that the players are progressing with the scheme, like Krejci, who was coming out of nowhere recently, you know, yeah, he lo- looks revitalized under Cassidy. Exactly. So players that we were talking about, you know, you have to trade these guys. You don't necessarily have to make the move just to make the move anymore, because now Claude's out of you know out of the management. So now you can recognize who fits Cassidy's system. It's a puck. You know, it's a lot of movement with the puck. You know, you got a lot of young defensemen, which is great to build off of. And I agree with Dave. If you can somehow trade Chara, trade the old chip to get a new chip, it will be beneficial moving forward. So I I think it's the way to go to maybe stamp, stamp Pat or to trade Chara or any of those chips that you feel like you can get the most bang for your buck for. Yeah, the last thing this team wants to do is sell away their picks or any of their young players to try and add to this year's roster in order to make a playoff run. You're not good enough. You're not good enough, and you are you actually now are in a position, and I know I've given Sweeney and Neely a ton of crap, 
but you're now actually in a position where if you do things the right way, you're in the process of a pretty nice rebuild here. You're you're now and now your farm system. You're not really rebuilding. You're you're kind of just you're well, rebuilding you, you, off you of the re, you off are the rebuilding fly. though. Exactly. You're you're sort of doing the you know. The you're thing taking lift off almost. You're treading water a little bit here yeah. because you still have veteran players like Bergeron, like Krejci, Marchand, Tuka. You know those guys are going to be able to to lead your young core into maybe a seventh place, eighth place spot in the East. Yes, you can be competitive. But it shouldn't be the the game plan mm -hmm. to go into the playoffs with the expectation that you're going to win and and at the deadline, therefore, add something that's going to take away from your youth. Do not do that because right now you're building up some of your prospects. All right, You've got plenty down the pipeline now. Charlie McAvoy is supposed to come up and be a stud. Yeah. We're, we're waiting for that guy. He'll be impacting this team as soon as next year. He's killing it He's going to be. He will be a number one defenseman when he gets here. Uh, Jakob Zaborl's another guy who has looked great uh, for the Providence Bruins and in the junior leagues. He's another defenseman coming up through your ranks. Uh, uh, Zach Senishin is going to be a guy that you're looking at for offense. All right, They've got players in the pipeline. They've got plenty of picks stockpiled. Use them. All right? Let these players develop. Yep. You don't have a coach, include Julian anymore, that can't deal with or develop young players. So now you've got a guy in Bruce Cassidy who, if, you're, if your plan is to keep him around long term and you want to sign him next year, you've got a guy that can work with a young roster. So so go with that. Just st stick with one game plan. You know what I mean? If you're going the, the route of a rebuild, you still have a bit of a window with Bergeron, Marchand, Krejci. That, you know, Bergeron's 29. He's the oldest of these guys on offense that you're really going to want to have around in your core still. And hopefully, you know, they don't get too old. To the point where when these younger players develop, Bergeron's already burned out. You know, you don't want that to happen. No. But you've got a nice little thing going with your farm. Yeah, so you got to say. It, keep it building. Keep building your prospect pool and, and just keep trying to develop these young players. Because it looks like, based on what you hear in stories, they're doing a good job of drafting. Yeah, and you got to stay on track because, like you said, Bruce Cassidy, you know, I, I think they think highly of him. Because, you know, he was through Providence and now he's through Boston. So I think Don Sweeney is actually trusting him more than ever over Claude Julian. I, I think the system that he has in place, he fully believes that the Bruins can make a run. But he's got to be sure to do the right thing with the roster. You don't want to just make a trade just to make it. No. So, so with that being said, they have a lot of youth, right? You got to get rid of the old guys. And the old guys are Chara. Right, it could be it could be a crazy. It could be crazy, but at the same time, you don't want to really touch that because Krejci's actually progressing with the system. Well, I would I Slightly. I would give up Krejci if the right price came along. Let's like put it that way. Shattenkirk, he just signed um, a deal, but yeah, that's a that's an interesting story with Shattenkirk because the Blues are so desperate not to lose another guy to free agency. They just lost David Backus to the Bruins in free agency last year. They're so desperate not to lose him for nothing that they're trying to get a long-term deal signed with him so that they can do a, a, a makeshift sign-and-trade. It's not a legitimate me mechanism in the NHL like it is in the NBA where you can sign-and-trade a guy, but you can still sort of go through, those uh, through that process. The Blues are trying to get Shattenkirk signed to a deal so that a team will give up a little bit more because at the end of this year, Shattenkirk's deal is up. He'll be a free agent, so they don't want to lose him for nothing. But they have no leverage unless they sign him to a long-term deal. Then a team will say, okay, we know we're going to have him for the next five years. We'll give you a little bit more in return. But I think that Shattenkirk, believe it or not, may be interested in becoming a Bruin because he's turned down side and trades to Edmonton and Tampa Bay. Right. So that could be a guy that you have your eye on, but that's more of an off-season acquisition. Uh, I think that Krejci is a guy that, look, you you could get a team to bite on Krejci and give you a young player and a draft pick, you know? So I'm not looking to, to build to this year's team. I'm really not. I'm thinking that you've got to go all in on the rebuild. And I'm not saying get rid of Bergeron or Marchand. Those guys are too important. Krejci's not. Krejci's not. And I know he's had a couple good games here under Cassidy, and the system suits him well. So the value's higher now. The value's going to go up a little bit because he's had a couple good games here. Right. Look. 
sell high on that guy if you can, all right? I like David Krejci as a player, and he's great when it comes to crunch time. He's been a good postseason performer, too. But if you can get something that's going to help your future, go ahead and do it with Krejci. Go ahead and do it with Chara. Those are the two guys that I would look at and say, okay, you're going to be worse. You're going to be worse off if you get rid of him, but your future is looking brighter if you get the right package for them. So, so, I, would, so would, I would do that. Would you do that trade for Shaq, Shattenkirk? If Depends it, on if what we there. have to give up. I don't think he'd have to give up much because, like I said, the Blues just don't want to get nothing for him. No, I was saying Krejci. Would you give up Krejci for Shattenkirk in like a first-round pick or a second? Uh, I wouldn't give up a pick. If it was Krejci for Shattenkirk straight up, yes. Yeah, no, I, I'm, I'm saying Shattenkirk in a first from Blues. Oh, yeah, Krejci. but they won't do that. They that, won't do that, that? That's too much uh, for Krejci. Okay. Shattenkirk's the number one defenseman in this league. Yeah. All right? He is right there with the top uh, the, the top defenseman in the league. Best defenseman, Duncan Keith, gets or Shea Weber, gets paid $7 million. Uh, so the deal that St. Louis is looking to sign Shattenkirk to is going to be about $6 mil per year. Which isn't bad. Yeah, it's like nineteen point five million total. I uh, I think that it was gonna be uh, over three the years. The deal that was there for when he was potentially gonna go to Edmonton, I know was for uh, six years, six million per. So it was somewhere somewhere around the forty million overall. Uh, that's the deal that Chattenkirk's gonna get. What's interesting about it is that he turned it down, even though that's what he will get on the free agent market. So that says to me that Chattenkirk has an idea of where he wants to go. He wants to go to a winning team. I don't know if it's so much a winning team as there's been rumors out there that Shattenkirk is interested in Boston. He's He went to BU, played in BU. He's a New York guy, so his family's uh, from at least this area of the country, sort of. Northeast. I, I think that there are a few select teams on the list, and Edmonton and Tampa aren't them. I think the Bruins could be on his short list. So, yeah, I think that there could be a deal to be made there for Shattenkirk. Uh, but when you're the Bruins looking at it, you know, why give something up if the Bruin, if the Blues are so handcuffed that they're trying to sign and trade him? Why not just let it blow past the deadline? If they don't get rid of Shattenkirk, you can sign him in free agency without having to give up anything if yeah. you're the Bruins. No, and I, I like that mentality too, but you always take a risk in him going on to another team. Totally. Um, because that could be that other team could be like a New York Rangers or But the hope, right? But the hope is there. The hope is that the Bruins have tampered with this. Yeah. You, and that they know that Shattenkirk's gonna come here. You, I th- I do believe, based on what I've heard, you got that sources? Sh- that Shattenkirk could be a Bruin. I'm not saying I have uh the most validated sources <laughs> Inside on the people. planet, yeah. but uh, I have talked to some people who uh, deal with the Bruins, Yep, and hopefully Shattenkirk will be a Bruin at some point. Uh, I do think that he, the Bruins are on the shortlist. Let's put it that way. The Bruins are on Shattenkirk's shortlist. Top three. This is a team Shattenkirk would want to come to. He's going to be a number one defenseman for a while. He's 28 years old. So, yes, if you can go ahead and get Shattenkirk, mm. go ahead and do it. And he's a scoring defenseman too, so that uh, he's all around good. But I'm just all around good. Yeah. I'm, ju- I'm just saying that would fit the system too because they, they oh, have yeah. Colin Miller, they have Brandon Carlo, they're gonna have McAvoy. You said soon, so it, it's a good core to build around because then you get Chara out. McQuaid right. can you know go back you're, down. You to essentially the... are replacing Chara for Shattenkirk, which is just getting younger, right? You know, at that spot, and Shattenkirk is no Chara in his prime. But Shattenkirk is a damn good defensive player in this league. He's a top 10 defenseman in this league for sure. Uh, the Bruins, in terms of their playoff run, here are, here are the numbers. Montreal, having played the same amount of games as the Bruins, is currently four points ahead of the Bruins, and they are in decline right now. They are free-falling from the top of the Atlantic Division. That's why I say the Atlantic Division is up, is up for grabs right now. So right now, the Atlantic, the three teams that would be in if the playoffs started today, are Montreal with 72 points, Ottawa with 70, and Toronto tied with you at 68, but they have a game in hand on you. Bruins are better than Ottawa and Toronto. In my I believe mind. so, too. I don't know how Ottawa is doing this because they have no talent. They're like the Florida Panthers of last year. No idea how they're doing it. Uh, Craig Anderson did come back. His wife was battling cancer. He took some time off of hockey, came back. I've always liked Craig Anderson as a goalie, but I don't know if he can carry that team to the postseason. We've seen Ottawa... 
Uh, screw the Bruins before, though. Each of the past two years, it seems to be the Senators because they made that ridiculous March run two years ago and beat the Bruins out for that eighth playoff spot. Then last year, Ottawa didn't make the playoffs. However, they were the team that beat you 6-1 to one in that final game. So Ottawa likes to screw up the Bruins season. Yeah. All right, so uh, hopefully it doesn't come down to Ottawa and the Bruins right on that line at the end because I don't have any confidence no. in the Bruins taking taking over that spot if it's Ottawa that they're up against. Ottawa just seems to have your number. Uh, Toronto, young team, talented, on the come. I don't know if they've got it. they got a great coach in, in Mike Babcock. Good I'd be interested to Connor see. McDavid. That I'd be interested to see in a postseason matchup yeah. if the Bruins took on Toronto. Because yep. right now they're kind of similar with the way that they're built. Uh, so I look at that and I say, look, the Bruins are there with 68 points. They're right in the mix. All right, for the wild card, Columbus got that number one wild card spot locked up. Forget it. The Metropolitan Division is so much better than you that Columbus at 79 points has that first wild card spot. The second wild card spot in the New York Islanders, 68. So Columbus has an 11 point lead in the wild card race. They're going to make it in. So right now, it's either going to be you've got to get in as one of those three Atlantic Division teams. Again, there's a four point separation between you and Montreal. You're tied with Toronto, and Ottawa's there at 70. The Islanders, you're tied with for the wild card spot at 68. They have a game in hand on you as well. So you're right there. A lot of games to play. But you are right there. Yep. And that's the important thing. You've got 21 games left. If you're the Bruins, you, you can probably afford seven, eight losses yeah, eight. out of those 21 I'd games. Say eight, yep. Because there's too many teams. Leapfrogging teams is not easy in general in this league. But when you're when you're talking about you know, it's those it's those four teams that I just mentioned, Montreal, Ottawa, Toronto, the Islanders, but it's not just that, because right behind you, nipping at your heels, is Florida and Philadelphia. Yep. So you gotta watch out for those guys as well. It's not gonna be easy to make the playoffs if you're the Bruins. You need to win a good amount of these games down the stretch if you want to make the playoffs. You got to go for it. You can't lose more than one-third of the rest of the season. Absolutely not. Can't do it. 21 games left. You got to win 15 of those games. Make it happen. That'll get you in. 15 out of 21. That'll get you in. And this team, if they get there, it's hockey. It's not the NBA. So anything can happen, all right? I'm looking for this team to make it into the postseason as a wild-card team, and then I want a series. I want a damn series in the postseason. And I think the Bruins, if they're if they're going in hot, if they make it, it means they went in hot, right? Yeah. yeah. We can agree on that? Winning streak. If they make it into the postseason, they've won a ton of games down the stretch. They're on fire going in. If that happens, I have some confidence that they can win a series. And they're beating good teams at that. Right, because they've got some tough games coming up after this. After this stretch of four games we mentioned last segment, where it's the Drebs of the league, I'm pretty sure the next uh, team up after that is... Uh, Ooh, I don't have it actually here. So uh, forget it. I'm not going to have any conjecture. But they've got a tough schedule coming up. I know Chicago's on that list. So, yeah, you've, you've got to win 15 out of the 21 games here down the stretch. Make the postseason and make it a first-round series. For the love of God, I need playoff hockey in my life. All right, quick break here on the Sports Blast. When we come back, we'll have five questions with Mark Lazelle. Don't go anywhere. Daddy, where do babies come from? Uh, well, uh... Honey? Mommy went to the store. Oh, well, you see, um... Well, there's a mommy and a daddy, right? Right. And see, when they call Geico, uh, they could save a bunch of money on car insurance. Oh, really? And that makes them happy? Yes, that makes them very happy. That's good. Yeah. Well, I'm glad we could have this talk, sunshine. <laughs> Geico, because saving 15% or more on car insurance is always a great answer. Oh, fresh powder. I'll get the skis. Ugh, I can't. Winter nasal congestion. Is it A, cold, B, sinus pressure, C, allergies? I'm not sure. For all of the above, the answer is D, Allegra D, a maximum strength decongestant, plus a powerful non-drowsy antihistamine for 24 hours of relief. Feel better? <sighs> yep. Feel like racing? <laughs> hey, wait! This winter, the answer is Allegra D. Look for Allegra D at the pharmacy counter. Use as direct. At 6 a.m., you don't beep your horn. Doesn't matter. My buddy knows the drill anyway, because we do this every chance we get. Like a kid at Christmas, he's going to be at the window, skis at the door, hot cup of coffee in hand that he'll drain, just in time for first tracks at Loon. Enjoy outstanding conditions. Loon Mountain, New England's most accessible mountain destination, is wide open across three peaks. Buy tickets ahead and save at loonmtn.com. It's 6 a.m., clear as a bell, and winter quiet. 
I'm watching my breath turn to steam. If I turn left out of the driveway, there's a mountain of paperwork on my desk. If I turn right, there's a mountain of snow at Loon. I'm turning right. Work will still be there tomorrow. Loon Mountain is wide open across three peaks with terrain for the whole family. Full progression of terrain peaks in New Hampshire's only super pipe. Buy tickets ahead and save at loonmtn.com. About 70% of U.S. adults age 65 or older have high blood pressure, and only about half have it under control. Blood pressure medicine can protect the heart, brain, and kidneys, but many people aren't taking it as directed. This means they may skip doses or stop taking it altogether. To help patients, healthcare systems can involve the entire healthcare team to ensure patients are taking medicine as directed. Simplify blood pressure treatment by prescribing 90-day refills and combination medicines. Coordinate pill refills and prescribe generic medicines. Encourage the use of home blood pressure monitors and address financial barriers such as high copays and deductibles. Patients, follow your healthcare team's instructions on how much medicine to take, how often, and how long to take it. Ask questions about how to correctly take your medicines and why you need them. Use weekly pill boxes or a reminder system to keep track of when to take medicine. To learn more, visit cdc.gov slash vital signs. Scores, standings, trades, and breaking news. This is your ESPN New Hampshire update. The Celtics took to the court for the first time since standing pat at the NBA trade deadline and the new look Toronto Raptors topped the green 107-97. DeMar DeRozan went off with a game-high 43 points. Raptors newly acquired center Serge Ibaka with seven boards in the victory. Isaiah Thomas led all Celtics with 20 points in the loss. The Seas are back at it tomorrow. They'll travel to Detroit to take on the Pistons. Tip-off is at 6 o'clock. The Bruins are coming off their West Coast road trip. They went 2-1 against the Bay Area teams. They're 5-1 since head coach Bruce Cassidy took over for Claude Julien. The Bees are back on the ice tomorrow. They'll be in Dallas taking on the Stars. It's a matinee matchup. Puck drops at 12.30. And the trade deadline for the NHL is this coming Wednesday. The Red Sox began their Grapefruit League action last week. They fell to the Mets last night, 3-2. Henry Owens with the loss. Red Sox are in action today at JetBlue Park. Roanis Elias is on the mound for the Red Sox against the Minnesota Twins. Phil Hughes on the hill for the Twins. Hanley Ramirez just put the Sox up 1-0 in the first inning with an RBI double. Mitch Moreland drove in Mookie Betts on a ground out to the Sox. Now lead the Twins 2-0 heading to the bottom of the first. With your SportsCenter update, I'm Dave Pollard. Don't go anywhere. The Sports Blast continues live from the ESPN New Hampshire studio in Nashua right now. Just what is it that you want to do? Well, we want to be free. We want to be free to, to do what we want to do. And we want to get loaded. And we want to have a good time. And that's what we're going to do. Well, wait, baby, let's go. We're going to have a good time. We're going to have a party. Excuse me. I'd like to ask you a few questions. It's time for five questions. Five is right up. Man, let me ask you something. I got a question. Only on ESPN New Hampshire. You don't have to answer the question. I'll answer the question. 900 AM Nashua. You want answers? I think I'm entitled. You want answers. I want the truth. Calm down. 1250 AM Manchester. What did you say? At ESPNNHradio.com. Thank you for all your cooperation. All right, back here on the Sports Blast, ESPN New Hampshire, ESPNNHradio.com. It is time for five questions, and this week Mark Lazell has the honors. I have no idea what our buzzer is. I was I just going to say, what the remember. heck is our buzzer? I don't know. It's been kind of a dry week, so whatever it is. I don't know, but sorry. it was uploaded at 4 a.m. All right, cool. Whoa. Brian, question one. It is a delicate balance of short-term goals and long-term goals. Okay, so it's Danny. All right, so referring to Thank Danny. Thank you, Danny. We had pistols to that at the end. Guys, I really hate to do this, but I need to hear your answers. No. Um, oh, goodness. As the Celtics wait to trade their picks and the young players, who do you think they should actually target, whether that's you know through a trade or free agency, just to add to a piece? I know we hit on Paul George and Jimmy Butler. Yeah. But through free agency, there's going to be guys like Blake Griffin, Gordon Hayward. Mm-hmm. Who do you think would actually fit the system of Brad Stevens? Gordon I mean, Hayward. I think Gordon Hayward because he played <laughs> for him in college. Oh, my God. Yeah. All of us really? Could. Gordon Hayward over a guy like a Durant or a Griffin? He well, could I mean, guard. He's not your game changer. Yeah, but he could guard Kyrie Irving. Uh, uh, 
guys, we've just discussed uh, for the whole first hour how you need a guy that is going to put you over the top and you want Gordon Hayward here. Well, that's the piece to get. Another oh, guy. Oh, he is? Yeah. So you're going to sign Gordon Hayward and who's that going to attract? Everyone. Well, no, Gordon Hayward has been on fire the he past has. two I years. I really like Gordon Hayward a His lot. His development. You guys are losing your minds. And No, no, I think, look, realistically, I think he's the one free agent that you can get here because Brad Stevens is your selling point. Listen, right. you played for this guy in college. Then you need another one. Well, yeah, well, obviously. I mean, it's not going to happen in one go. you got to bring guys like we've been talking about all show. You need to do it piece by piece. So you bring in Hayward and if he show, wants to come here. showcase him during the regular season, see mm-hmm. how much better they are with another star, and then they'll be like, oh, maybe maybe I'll go join So them. that's a two-season process. You yeah, don't, no, 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 not a two-season. You don't try and get you Hayward trade for and someone. Griffin. You trade you for someone at the deadline. I mean, I, w- I would at try. At what it. deadline? Next year? Yeah. No, if if that's backwards, Brian, you <laughs> trade first to acquire the free agent. You don't get the free agent and then make a trade. All right, that's just not how it works. How I, it works. I wouldn't mind a combination of Hayward and Blake Griffin. That's why I right. brought it up because Blake Griffin could actually play defense or rebound. Sure, but also Gordon Hayward. Out of all the college players that really have you know tried to translate their game to the NBA, Gordon Hayward is up there. He he is looking bigger. Stronger. His handles are there. He's filled out. He's becoming an all-star. He was on the all-star of the Western Conference. I mean, that's yeah, a that's a, yeah. that's something to no, say. I, I it's think, just yeah, you know it's not going to do it. Though. I think he's one of the more underrated stars. And yes, I agree with you. Gordon doesn't Hayward by it. himself doesn't put you over nope. the top. But so you better hope when you sign him that Blake Griffin's right behind him. Right. Yeah. I'm sorry. That's the only way I'm signing Gordon Hayward is if Blake Griffin is part of that conversation. And if, if you know if Danny Ainge wants to get on the phone with Griffin while talking to Hayward, hey. Griffin, if Hayward comes here, are you in? Yeah, sure, I'm in. All right, go back to Hayward, give him the deal, say Griffin's in if you're in. All right, if they're both in, fine, great, get Hayward and Griffin in here. But because free agents don't come to Boston, I think the strategy has to be to trade, trade the picks, yeah. get, a, get a Paul George or a Jimmy Butler, and then you go to Blake Griffin or Kevin Durant and say, hey, look, we've got this guy. He didn't have a choice in the matter because we made a trade. Instead of trying to convince two players to come here, you pull one in without a choice, and then you try and attract that next guy and make the choice a little simpler on him. I agree with you, Dave, but throw out Kevin Durant. He's not going anywhere. He's staying in Golden State. He yeah. could opt out. All right? He could. He could opt out. Opt out. That's all I'm saying. He's good, but he's not. He might drop. He might just opt out. LeBron James could opt out, right? Yeah, he might just he, opt he, out. He too. will. He will. But he'll resign with Cleveland, <laughs> just like KD will resign with Golden State. Um, Brian, question two. It is a delicate balance of short-term goals and long-term goals. <laughs> so, guys, during uh, my lunch break at work, I actually got into a heated conversation because, um, yeah, I I feel like Michael Vick. Um, is is the guy I should bring up in discussion when it comes to the Hall of Fame of the NFL? No, what? no, hell no. You you gotta look at his stats Why? from Crazy? a rushing perspective. And yeah, he's, well, he's the best Atlanta rushing Fal- quarterback of all time. Quarterback. At- Atlanta Falcons. Look at his numbers. They're through the roof in his past like eight years in the league. Yeah, but I know he didn't win a championship. But at he the hardly same time, won games in the regular season. He didn't even. What's his record? Right. But, but his. St- I mean, just go look at his stats. He, he averages like thirty-two touchdowns in his first two to three years. Yes, yeah, but that's I just want to know what his size, I'm gonna look up Michael Vick's record. He, in his career. Look, I, Michael Vick, we can all agree, is the greatest rushing quarterback of all time. But again, he's a quarterback. But if he has a losing record, not to I be say though. no. But hold on, yeah. Steve Young. Well, he's retired now, but. Well, I'm, I'm, no, I'm saying there are better rushing quarterbacks right now. Who who else is, is a left-handed quarterback, right, that you know, is to the caliber of like a Steve Young and Michael Vick? I, mean, I, I think Michael Vick could be honestly. You don't have a lot of left-handed quarterbacks to begin with. But. Right? So. Yeah, that is true. There's a small ass sample size there. That's a good point. A good point. <sighs> you know, I I don't know. I mean like, yeah, Dave, was he You're looking at his stats. How how insane are those numbers? Yeah. I'm not like overwhelmed by them. Right. He's sixty one, fifty one, and one in his career. Yeah. He's ten games over five hundred. And that's not Hall of eight? Fame. I'm sorry. Like, so that he has a like career like hundred and sixteen starts. Fifty six percent completion percentage. Yeah, but how many touchdowns does he have in a hundred thirty three touchdowns. Oh, so overwhelming. Eighty eight interceptions. Yeah. So his T D to interception mm. ratio is so so 
Uh, let me see. Freakish athlete. But do, do you think like his impact on wait, the game? Though what is the question? Do you, do we? Do, think? do you think he's gonna make it to all? Oh no! no. Hell no! Oh, he doesn't no. have Ter enough. If Terrell Owens can't get in on what is this? The third ballot or whatever? That Michael Vick's not making him Hall of Fame. I, 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 just, I, I, I think the reason for it. And you know why it? they're holding him? And, they're, and again, I, I do, they're, I they're holding Terrell Owens out because he was an a-hole. Yeah. Michael Vick actually went to jail. Seriously, yeah. I was just gonna say you. Uh, you can just pile the character issue right on top of it. The guy was involved in dogfighting, one of the most deplorable things you can do as a human being. So, so if you're gonna hold out Terrell Owens just because he never had any trouble off the field in terms of like you know getting arrested or anything like that. So how can you hold him out and then right. be like, well, Michael Vick deserves to be well, in, I'm but he was involved in a dogfighting I don't think Michael ring, Vick right. has enough. I don't even think he's got the numbers. He doesn't I even have the numbers, so I no, hell no. Michael no. Vick, no. No. Okay. I'm, I'm out on Michael Vick. I'm sorry, Mike. No, I just wanted to throw it out there. I want to hear your quarterback has never had a 4,000-yard season. Hey, look. Hey, uh, you know, he's going to have a better winning percentage than Sam Bradford when he's done, so it's not the worst. He didn't have the worst career or anything like that. He was a good... Mobile quarterback, but he, you know, he became a journeyman in the long run. He had the issue with going to jail for dogfighting. Uh, yeah, but, I'm not, but I'm don't not you, touching that guy with a ten foot pole no, if I'm the I mean, football. I mean, Hall but of don't fame. you think his days in Atlanta kind of like translated like the rushing quarterback? Sure, I mean, like, didn't he become the first quarterback to have yeah. a thousand yards rushing? But that's so not Hall of Fame worthy. So you're telling me? So telling me he single handedly uh, was the catalyst for ruining the league? Is that what you're telling me? Yeah, exactly. He, he, that's the job of the quarterback. he transitioned the league from a passing league to having quarterbacks that rush the football. QB option. He is the reason that we have. To deal with the option. likes of Colin Kaepernick. Yeah, no, I, I think I'm out on Michael Vick. Yeah. Okay. Michael, <laughs> Michael Vick's career high for touchdowns in a season is 21. Okay, his career high passing in a season is like 3,300 yards. That's so underwhelming. So, on so he's, he's not even borderline. No, no he's not no, even okay. close. No. no, he's just a he, unique. He won't player. even be on the ballot. All right. <laughs> Question three, Brian. It is a delicate balance of short-term goals and long-term goals. It's both of those things. It's short term and, and it's long -term. term. Wow! Did you know that? Uh, it can be both, I guess. It can. Yeah. So, guys, uh, I was actually like uh, walking down uh, the cereal aisle in uh, Target. And I, you know, I come off of Reese's Puffs. You know, that's my go-to cereal. Oh, I but I was, I was always thinking, like, I never even heard of like Skittle cereal or like. Cause gross. Cause that's gross. That is gross. Matter. That can't go with but milk. Can Can you imagine? What would you pick for like a Sour candy, Patch Kids candy cereal? Sour, Sour Patch? Patch Kids. That's. I almost, I almost just said. Uh, I almost just said the worst <laughs> word you can say on radio because of how disgusting that is. Yeah. That's Tastes gross. Like poop. <laughs> Tastes like poop. Sour Patch Kids cereal. <laughs> it, it won't like cereal. Let's uh, let's come up with the definition of cereal first. Yeah. You have to be able to add milk, milk. and have it taste good. <laughs> You're gonna add milk to some Sour Patch Kids in a bowl? It's not gross. Sour Patch no, it, It's gross. not Sour Patch Kids. It's flavors. Flavors. So you're making it yeah. into. Yeah, 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 okay, yeah. so no. <laughs> That's still gross. Still okay. disgusting. It's like Lucky Charms, but like Sour Patch marshmallows. <laughs> That's so I'm gonna gross. Go, I'm gonna go. I'm I'm gonna go gross as well because I don't. <laughs> think, I don't think there's anything that other I was than thinking Milky possible. Way too. Well, well Milky, Milky Way, Way would be gross like too. Snickers? Why? Because it has milk in the name. <laughs> well, Snickers, no. Look, All the these caramel. Yeah, exactly. I guess gummy you bears. Could, you could put it into a gummy bears and milk. What's with you guys in the fruity <laughs> snacks? <laughs> you can't. You can't make fruit snacks. <laughs> you can't. I, I, like I know Fruit Loops, Fruity Pebbles, fine. Yeah. We're talking about these gummy snacks. <laughs> yeah, it's just like the grossest. Hold on. It's I'm, just I'm, a flavor. Nothing it's you can flavor. say that's not it's gross. Flavor, nothing you can say that's not gross. Dude, the texture Conce won't conceptual be gummy. Conceptualizing that is disgusting. <laughs> go, go, go to whatever uh, Kellogg's with that crap. I will. And then they will send you. I'll bake right millions. Right? Millions. I'm gonna like, go. Son, I, I really think there's something wrong with you. Get out of the uh, Get out of my office. I'm gonna go to Shell gas station and get gummy bears and a glass of Jeez. milk. Heath bars. And just eat. Or it could Heath be bar. Heath, Heath bars. bars. Okay. Please, yeah. guys. I, a chocolate that you can easily break up into some cereal as opposed to some gummy snacks. That's that gross. That's Heath, <laughs> Heath bars. Is, uh, but I, those things are kind of tough some to people, eat. Dude, I love Heath bars. Some people don't drink milk with their cereal sometimes. So. But, but, but then you're just eating but a, a candy bar. You still bar have to be bears. able to have the option of adding it. <laughs> That's you what makes it cereal. <laughs> you can't just have gummy bears in a bowl. It's not gummy bears in a bowl. It's not gummy bears. I know. You're trying to... It's a flavor of gummy bears. I know what you're getting at. Extract the artificial flavor. Extract the artificial flavor of a gummy bear and put it into a wafer-type cereal. 
crunchy. I yeah. still think that I'm vomiting <laughs> like, for a day and a half after like eating that. Captain Crunch gummy bear flavor or Sour Patch Kids. Yeah, yes. Sour Patch Disgusting. Kids. I, I kind of like it, Brian and Ashish. You guys are Dave, horrible. I love yours, though, too. I like Heath Bar. Heath Bar is I a, feel like coffee least, wouldn't go well in there. Is at least reasonable. <laughs> you guys are gross. I think Reese's Puff cereal is the only one that should ever be made into a cereal, and I'm glad it did because it's actually really good. I like Keep it. it at that. Brian, question four. Gummy bears. <laughs> It is a delicate balance of short-term goals and long-term goals. So, guys, uh, baseball season BS is almost here. It's here. Okay. It is basically here, yeah. which means we don't have to talk really about spring training you know, anymore. We, we shouldn't. Um, out of all those acquisitions in the MLB this year, you know, not including the Red Sox, just talk about, like, you know, who do you think has the most impact on their team with, like, Trade or free agency. Okay, so should we not say Chris Sale because that's the you obvious can't say one? Chris Sale because that's the obvious one. Red Sox, you know, bias aside, what other teams do you think help their cause to win a World Series? Edwin Encarnacion to the Cleveland Indians. Yeah, that's, that's a, a good, good one. bet. I'm yeah. gonna go with sort of a dark horse one. Matt Moore was really good before the injury when he was with the Rays. I think he can kind of give well, the well, Giants. Well, he, he did actually really well with them. That's uh, actually so a now, now with yeah. the Giants, I'm yeah. thinking you know reduced role, fourth, fifth guy in the rotation. He you actually know, did well last year yeah. with, with the Giants. In I that think role. I think now with the, wait, didn't he just join the Giants now? Or no, no, it was at the deadline. Oh, oh was it the deadline? Okay, fine. But you but can still use it. One. Yeah, I think I think Matt Moore now in that rotation, not expected to be the guy, right? Because obviously you've got Cueto and uh, you know um, Bumgarner. Well, I, I, it took it so long. I know. To come I was up just. I'm that. sorry. It's I, a pretty good rotation. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's a pretty got, good rotation. Really but good I'm rotation. just saying so, he came up with yeah, quite a bum. Yeah, I, I couldn't think of bum, Mad Bum. I'm sorry. <laughs> who, who was an MVP of a World <laughs> yeah, Series. Yeah, I, know. So, I yeah, can't think of that. a single person that moved in the offseason, honestly, off Google the top it. of my head. Well, the internet sucks. Uh, okay. Cha Chapman um, oh, yeah. joined Chapman the, back to the Yankees. Oh, went to the Yankees. He rejoined the Yankees. All right, let me just run with it because I have no other answers. Let me say Chapman going to the Yankees. And in addition to that, A-Rod retiring. The Yankees are going to be a better team this year. Oh, totally agree with that. Well, one. That's a good one. They're still going to be fourth place in the American League East. Well, I still mean, better they're, than, they're than still they better were. than they were. I didn't say they helped their cause that much. Yeah, I just, so. They helped it a tiny, tiny bit. Yeah, yeah they'll be better. Yeah. I, I really wish I could think off the top of my head of who else moved this year, but I can't. That's basically, Joey Bass. It's okay. Stayed, I went. Right? Ba I went back to yeah. the trade deadline. Napoli year, went so. to Texas. Oh, uh, Matt Weeders went to Washington. Yeah. Yeah, Matt the Red Weers. Sox helped themselves more than anyone. Yeah, yes. they did. That's oh, why I didn't want to bring it up. Yeah, because yeah. they, they got their ace. Yeah, uh, Brian, question five. That is a delicate balance of short-term goals and long-term goals. They got their ace after getting the ace last year too. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so, guys, um, my barber shop actually, you know, has like a um, a vending machine there, right? And I, I, I always like thought shop already. I, I, I thought it'd be kind of cool to have like um, some kind of food drink machine inside your house, like for parties or you know different festivities. What would you like either come up with on your own, or you know something that already exists? What would you like it in your house? I want a gumball machine in my house. Gumball machine. You can't even eat them. You like choose? Yeah, you can't. Yeah, you eat just them. put it in your mouth and you suck on it for like five hours and then it's gone. Are you sucking on gumballs? Because you're supposed to chew those. Things. Yeah. <laughs> Well, they're hard, though. No, they're not. <laughs> no, they're not jawbreakers. They're gumballs for a reason. You got to chew on gumballs, Ashish. You can't you suck know on this, right? It's important to me that you know this. Ashish, hold on. What do you do with You're gummy You're not allowed bears? to suck on balls, Ashish. How do you eat gumballs? Gumball, gumballs are not chewy. Yes, they are. They're, they're, they're hard gumballs. like jawbreakers. It's they're hard like jawbreakers. No, they're Dude, not. they're gum. They got gum. gum inside. They're gum on the inside. Gum, no. by it's definition, is to be chewed upon. They're not blow pops. They're gumballs. Really? I can't. Are so, you kidding okay. me? Like, You've been sucking on gumballs your entire <laughs> life. People have. I've never wanted to bite people either. People have weird habits. Fetish. And apparently, Fetish. Ashish, Are you, you telling me this whole time that I should have bit into my gumballs? Yes, you've never learned to bite down on no, a gumball. No, because I just assumed they you were know, like jawbreakers. All of your years on planet Earth, you've not learned. It's not like I'm like frequently getting gumballs. Gumball I can't remember last time I ate a gumball. Then why did you why see you a, gumball a gumball machine? Just when I was a kid, I always wanted one in my house. Oh, I see. Oh, okay. I'd want you put the quarter in. You yeah. put the quarter in, yeah. It's not like I'm going getting a gumball on a daily basis. hold on a minute. You are going to have people spend a quarter, a quarter per every time at your house. Oh, That's I'm messed very, up. I'm very enterprising. Oh, look under the I'd couch. I'd the same thing, but look I'd under have, the couch. I'd have like three or four pinball machines and have 
have that in the That's house. not food. You yeah, can't. No, food. Yeah, it can you didn't say food. You said just, anything. No, no I said food. <laughs> I said food and drink. Yeah, I thought well, it you was, mentioned that, but I then you said if you got anything. I thought it was implied that it's like a vending sort of thing here. Yeah, like vending with sort food. of So can I put a vending machine in? Sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> put a Coca-Cola machine in there. Jeez. Uh, Dasani I was ice sick. water. I'll, I mean, I'll no, think of something Dave's else. Dave's probably going to say it. Yeah, an ice cream uh, machine. Yeah. The soft serve ice cream. Like, Just put one of those in the dots. house. Like hey, everyone, dots. there's ice cream whenever you want. And all you got to do is refill that bad boy every week. Cotton candy machine. Well, that's what I was referring to. Cotton candy, <laughs> the spinner, popcorn. The popcorn machine. Ooh, popcorn. Nachos and cheese. Yeah, the popcorn machine would get too messy. That's too much cleanup. Yeah, too much. Give me the ice cream uh, because that I That won't I be know messy? I've actually had <laughs> that to That won't fill. be messy. No, I've had to fill them before. I used to work in a place with an ice cream what machine. What if it malfunctions and starts spewing ice cream all over the place? That can happen to anything. <laughs> yeah, any machine can break candy, down. Cotton candy, same and, thing. And completely uh, screw your day up and you have to get it fixed but the ice cream machines is literally like it's a bag of uh, uh you know liquidated ice cream you put it inside this yeah. vending machine it freezes up and then you just pull the lever yeah. and that's Soft it serve. ice cream for everyone yep hooray and uh if, if rather than going to ashish's house <laughs> having to pay a quarter for a gumball if, if there's anything to take away from five questions is ashish has been sucking on gumballs his entire life no but the thing is like gonna, i can't remember the last time i had a gumball we're gonna have to find and and purchase a gumball for you to we, experience wait, 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 chewing on we gotta watch when's you the last time you had a gumball. I haven't in years. Oh, uh, exactly. yeah. But so I 15 but years. I've never but sucked on a gumball. I know that I had to chew on it. <laughs> Before. Even when I was a kid. <laughs> I think I'm, maybe I Five just thought it old. was like a jawbreaker. Maybe. Maybe. Because I remember having a jawbreaker and actually trying to chew that once as a kid. No, you don't want to do that. No, you don't want to so do that. So you had a bad experience, with, bad a experience with a jawbreaker. Bad experience with a jawbreaker. And now anything circular being put in your mouth exactly. is to be sucked on instead of chewed. Uh, uh, <laughs> sheesh, it's called a jar a jawbreaker for a reason. And it's called a, a gumball for a That's reason. That's true. No, I had, I had a bad experience with a jawbreaker. Glasses. I had a bad, I had a bad experience with Jolly Ranchers as a kid as well. This week, your homework is to go and find a gumball machine, <laughs> spend a chew. quarter on a gumball, and chew the gumball. Chew away, so that, that you have an experience that most Can people have. Can you videotape your experience? Yes, I will. Experience. I'll periscope it. Okay. Even better. Please do. I'll go to my local Shell gas station and get that done. I know there's a gumball machine in there. I'm fascinated. Wow, yeah. that's crazy. We'll, we'll, hey, we'll make it a bit. He might have. He might show. have something though. You know. Yeah, maybe, maybe he could just suck maybe on sucking gumballs. on a gumball is better than chewing on a gumball. I don't yeah. think so. No, it's kind of It's the same thing. You spit it out in yeah. the end, right? Yeah. Well, yeah. You are spitting them out afterwards, <laughs> yes. right? You'll yes, swallow. Okay. Yeah, swallowing them. Five <laughs> hours to suck a gumball, though. <laughs> I don't know, but I, maybe maybe it was five who hours. Who knows? Maybe the gumball machine I went to was a jawbreaker machine and a gumball machine. I don't know. Maybe it was jawbreakers in the in the gumball machine. That doesn't happen. The most Sinister gumball machine on the planet. It could have been it stale, be, stale be gumball, gumball, but it might be a jawbreaker. So chew wisely. <laughs> it could have been a stale gumball for all you know. <laughs> all right, that wraps up five questions here on the sports last. We'll be right back. Don't go anywhere. 1250 ESPN New Hampshire, Manchester's local ESPN. Daddy, where do babies come from? Uh, well, uh... Honey? Mommy went to the store. Oh, well, you see, um... Well, there's a mommy and a daddy, right? Right. And see, when they call Geico, uh, they could save a bunch of money on car insurance. Oh, really? And that makes them happy? Yes, that makes them very happy. That's good. Yeah. Well, I'm glad we could have this talk, sunshine. <laughs> Geico, because saving 15% or more on car insurance is always a great answer. Oh, fresh powder. I'll get the skis. Ugh, I can't. Winter nasal congestion. Is it A, cold, B, sinus pressure, C, allergies? I'm not sure. For all of the above, the answer is D, Allegra D, a maximum strength decongestant plus a powerful non-drowsy antihistamine for 24 hours of relief. Feel better? <sighs> yep. Feel like racing? <laughs> hey, wait. This winter, the answer is Allegra D. Look for Allegra D at the pharmacy counter. Use as direct. Did you know there are medical grants available for families struggling with child health-related expenses? The United Healthcare Children's Foundation is currently seeking grant applications from families in need of financial assistance to help pay for their child's health care treatments, services, or equipment not covered or not fully covered by their commercial health insurance plan. Grants are often used to pay for medical services and equipment such as physical, occupational, and speech therapy, counseling services, surgeries, prescriptions, wheelchairs, orthotics, eyeglasses, and hearing aids. 
Parents and legal guardians may apply for grants up to $5,000 at www.uhccf.org. That's www.uhccf.org. To be eligible for grants, children must be 16 years of age or younger. Families must meet economic guidelines, reside in the United States, and have a commercial health insurance plan. Families do not need to have insurance through United Healthcare to be eligible. Last year, the United Healthcare Children's Foundation awarded medical grants to more than 2,000 children. This has been a public service message from the United Healthcare Children's Foundation. My name is Sue Smith. I'm 38 years old, and I work at a graphic design company. Which is funny, because I couldn't even draw a stick figure when I was a kid. But I met someone who told me, you know what? You can do anything if you really want to. And if the teenage me were here, she'd tell you, I wouldn't be into drawing and art if it wasn't for big brothers, big sisters. Most kids from my neighborhood don't get into art. They get into trouble. But I was lucky because my big sister showed me early on that I didn't have to be like most people. And to the young me, that meant a lot. My big sister's name is Sheila, and Sheila is the reason that this eight-year-old grows up to have an amazing job as a graphic designer. Whether you donate money or time, you're helping big brothers, big sisters help a child. And that can last a lifetime. Start something today at bigbrothersbigsisters.org. Brought to you by Big Brothers Big Sisters and the Ad Council. Scores, standings, trades, and breaking news. This is your ESPN New Hampshire update. The Celtics took to the court for the first time since standing pat at the NBA trade trade deadline. Jeez. And the new look Toronto Raptors topped the green 107-97. DeMar DeRozan went off with a game-high 43 points. Let me just get through this update and go home. Raptors newly acquired, uh, newly acquired center Serge Ibaka had seven boards in the victory. Celtics didn't need a guy like that, though, to improve their team. Isaiah Thomas led all Celtics with 20 points in the loss. The Caesar back at it tomorrow. They'll travel to Detroit to take on the Pistons. Tip-off is at 6 o'clock. The Bruins are coming off their West Coast road trip. They went 2-1 against the Bay Area teams. They're 5-1 since head coach Bruce Cassidy took over. The Bees are back on the ice tomorrow. They'll be in Dallas taking on the Stars. It's a matinee matchup. Puck drops at 12.30. The trade deadline for the NHL is this coming Wednesday. And the Red Sox began their Grapefruit League action this week. They fell to the Mets last night, 3-2. Henry Owens with the loss. Red Sox are in action today at JetBlue Park. Rowanis Elias is the starter against the Minnesota Twins today. He's already out of the game. He just gave up a solo shot to Byung-Ho Park. Hanley Ramirez and Mitch Moreland with an RBI each for the Sox. It's 2-1 in the top of the third. With your Sports Center update, I'm David Pollard. Don't go anywhere. The Sports Blast continues right now. All right, final few minutes here on the Sports Blast is the blast off. And uh, to be completely honest with you guys, I really don't feel like talking about anything but the Oscars yeah, now. Because you, just hit, you just heard my update. I could almost talk about nothing <laughs> yeah. and, and just get out of here right now. I don't want to say anything. That's oh why I didn't goodness. mention it. <laughs> yeah, there's not much to really discuss. It's been a slow week. It's been a slow week. So we can just get back into the Oscars and talk about how much of a movie buff I am and how much you guys suck. No, I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm sorry. Uh, well, I mean, we I, can't really look, talk about the Oscars. I'm right, I'm right there with, yeah, with no, movies I'd say with Dave, you Dave, Yeah, I'd say Dave actually knows more Let about movies than I do. put this out there to the world just so that everyone knows that they need to go and watch this planet earth 2 came out last week it's awesome watch that well, i'm shocked i can't that you wait guys, for last night i'm shocked th- that you guys tonight's. saw the iguana thing for the first time though that's been out for no like, they, i might have they, seen it on facebook and passing they, but holy they, crap they um what channel there's is a that? longer one uh, bbc, BBC america. america okay bbc america check out planet earth 2 the first episode is islands mm-hmm. and if you saw the mountains first series tonight. of planet earth mountains is tonight if you saw the first series of planet earth you already know is like one of the greatest undertakings for a documentary of all time now the equipment that they use is it's insane they got to be using drones they're so uptight on the wildlife they that are. they actually capture and if you haven't seen this chase which i'm pretty sure has now been made famous just by them catching uh, the footage here there is legitimately a scene in the first episode of Planet Earth 2 where a baby iguana, a hatchling, begins its life by outrunning like 50, like 50 snakes. snakes. <laughs> this thing, oh, this yeah, thing I saw that video on Facebook. Yeah, narrowly, narrowly escapes death. And that's how this 
Iguana's life started. I love I love the uh, music behind it. Like, so they got Hans nice. Zimmer to do the music. Yeah. Oh, see, you know that's the that? thing. That's that's the best thing that you oh can ever gosh. do is get Hans Zimmer to uh, do the soundtrack Look, for anything. Look, if you haven't score. seen it, this is the best chase scene caught on film in Easily. the past two decades. Yeah, it and it's insane. And it's 50 snakes chasing an iguana. It looks yeah. like an action movie. It's unbelievable. Uh, like, the footage that they got, they, there was uh, one scene of two Komodo dragons on the island of Komodo wrestling each other over the female Komodo dragon. That's sick. Nonsense. Yeah. yeah. Like, absolutely ridiculous. It's one of the better wrestling matches you'll ever see in life <laughs> between two Komodo dragons. Be- Check better out- than Holly Holm and Ronda Rousey? So much better. <laughs> Check out Planet Earth 2, all right, if you're out there. And then one other world event. Why not just bring this up? Who who heard this story coming out of North Korea this week about Kim Jong-un's brother oh, being yeah. assassinated? Yeah. yeah, I did. Yep. Did we, like... That, Are we serious with North Korea? Like, I know that they're the hermit nation and everything, and, and they're isolated completely. Like, the people there get their news directly from the president, which is kind of a scary prospect. Uh, also, also they don't, they don't have internet. Like, if you remember, Vice went there, right? They were the first American cameras in North Korea. Yeah. Vice goes into an internet cafe, in quotation marks. They go up, the, the North Koreans lead them to this one guy on a computer with working internet, but if you looked at all the other computers caught on camera, no one's doing anything no one's on the computers. It. Yep. it was all set up for the right. cameras so that, so that people in America were to be tricked that North, uh, that North Korea is now like, you know, a, a modern nation or something like that. Well, Kim Jong-un's brother, who apparently Kim Jong-un, not a fan of, gets assassinated yep. two weeks ago. And how it happened was they tricked these two girls with LOL shirts into thinking they were on a game show. So they're running around the uh, North Korea spraying water in guys' faces, and they're like, it's a game show. You know, it's a prank. You know, so you go up to these guys, you spray water in their faces. So they go to an airport where Kim Jong-un is, and they go, all right, that's your next guy. Here's the bottle. Go spray this in his face. They go up to him, spray it in his face. It's poison. Not Kim Jong-un, but his brother, right? His brother. Yeah. Kim Jong-un's brother. Sprayed in the face with poison by these two wow. unsuspecting girls who think they're part of a prank show. He dies what? on the way to the hospital. Jeez. Kim Jong-un's brother got assassinated by two girls who thought they were doing a prank show. <laughs> they sprayed poison in I'm his sorry, face at not... the airport. This is like a Paul and he Greengrass died. movie. That's insane. This is North Korea, everyone. This well, is how they, actually, it it's not insane. Story. It's not insane because that's how North Korea that's is. That's North Korea. Anyone who has ever disagreed with the leadership in North Korea has wound up dead. Yeah. So, I mean, that's just North Korea news. That's that's crazy. That's you know? insane. So I figured we got nothing to talk about. Planet, well Earth, bring that Planet in. Earth 2. And hey, if you haven't heard, the uh, brother of Kim Jong-un got assassinated by some poison at an airport but recently. The, the iguana That's the state thing, of the world we're in. The iguana thing's really crazy because I remember one part where there was literally snakes like coming at him. They, they, yeah. And he was just like standing there and he's like, oh crap, what am I going to do? I got to strategize that here. That was what was amazing about it. So that you have to think like what the iguana is going to do next. Right. Well, it... It had just hatched, like not 30 seconds before. It's it's hatched, and right, the way they shoot it, this iguana is in the sand, and it's looking at all of its uh, fellow iguanas getting eaten by the snakes. Welcome right. to the world. Is the it other... like cobras? Or... No, they were uh, cobras. They're, they're, they're sea snakes yeah. of sea some snakes? sort, oh, but okay. they're, they're long snakes, and, you know, they go, the iguanas hatch, and the snakes set up an ambush at the rocks that the first iguana actually escaped, escaped. onto, yep. Yep. and the snakes wrap up the iguanas as they hatch, and they, you know, they do the snake thing they constrict them and then they eat them and they got this one the shot of the one iguana who's just chilling in the sand like oh my god all my brothers and sisters are just getting massacred by these snakes i gotta run and and he's it knew to even right after birth to slowly but surely make its way to the rocks and it also had the instinct to just sit there because snakes eyesight right. suck so it can detect movement but if you don't move it's not going to see you the iguana was smart enough 30 seconds after it's born to just sit there and then finally one comes too close for comfort. Greatest chase scene of all time yep. ensues with this iguana running right. away from 50 snakes. It was, right, a- right after it was, it was born. It was real. Oh my God, it was unreal. Unreal. So check out Planet Earth 2. I know right. we just butchered that whole thing. I love it. <laughs> Go watch it. We ran out of time. All right, that yeah. does it for us here on the Sports Blast. Thanks for listening. For Brian Roach, David Pollard, and Mark Lazar, I'm Ashish Sharma. Go enjoy the Oscars. We'll talk to you next week. See you. Peace.